The following audio is from The Springs Church. More information about The Springs Church is available at thesprings.cc. Good morning, Springs Church. We welcome you here this morning. If you're joining us online or you're here with us, we are so thankful that you are here. And uh, man, there's so many things I love about this church. Um, I mean, we had an elder playing a saxophone as a part of our worship today. I mean, how cool is that? I mean, I, I love so many things about this church, and I love seeing more and more faces that we haven't seen in a while as vaccinations continue to progress and roll out. We're seeing Soloways and Cromlings and, and the Moors and others that we haven't seen in a while, and, and we look forward to, to seeing more and more. So we, we are thankful that, that all of you are here and all of you are, that are joining us online, you are, you are most, most welcome. Um, this is the first time really that I'm sharing with you as, as one of the new elders of this church and I'm thankful to be serving with, with such a group of, of fine people, fine couples uh, that are serving this church. Um, we appreciate your prayers and encouragement that, that you have shared with us over the last couple of weeks. I'm particularly thankful for John Dillon's encouragement this morning. He noted on the Sunday sheet that uh, I was at the bottom of the list when they listed uh, the elders. He, he actually asked if I was a, a real elder, whether that kind of says I'm a junior or associate elder. So uh, we have one more name to add to our problem members list here. Uh, Steve Shoemaker, Mike Osborne, and now John Dillon. So um, we're, we're even glad that John's here this morning. So... You know, all month we've been focusing um, in a special way on the mission of God and the ways that this church participates in God's mission globally. You've heard about it in the Bible classes. Jamie Boyles was this morning. You've heard about it in the communion thoughts, um, in the sermons, on our social media platforms, and, and, and other messages. I hope that you've been inspired by our missionary families and the incredible work that they are, are doing. It's been a wonderful, wonderful month. And this morning, I'll finish out our sermon series, Grow Your Kingdom, here. But before I get to the sermon, I do just want to share uh, some quick instructions. Later this morning, we will have our special missions contribution. You saw part A of it when, when our younger members were coming and sharing uh, their offering. Um, remember that everything given and pledged today will fund our missions budget, which helps support uh, our missionary families. And, you know, as I said, I hope you've enjoyed uh, hearing from them this month because we, we love them and we're, we're proud of them. And, and, and missionary families, if you're joining us online, um, uh, we're so thankful for you and that we get to ha uh, play a part in helping support you. So please be preparing your heart and your mind to give today. Um, our, our goal today is 115,000. You've heard that already. And, and that's a big goal for one Sunday. 
But if this is your first Mission Sunday with us, you should know that every year we see generous giving and we see God's provision through you. And in this COVID era, we'll have some special instructions at the end of the sermon. Greg Gillum will uh, come up and tell us how we will give today. But please be thinking about your participation in this. And, and we humbly ask you to give today. As I've already said, our theme for Missions Month has been Grow Your Kingdom Here. And I've appreciated this theme because it resonates with our congregational words of gather, grow, and go. Now, given the unique challenges of this past year, it's sometimes easy to lose track of this, but you may remember that our special focus as a congregation in 2020 was on the word gather. And I'm sure you see the irony in that. You know, that was decided by our church leadership and ministry team long before COVID even entered our consciousness. And we had been building momentum towards this by planning events such as our welcome table gatherings to emphasize our priority for gathering together. And we know that when the body of Christ gathers, he is with us. We also know very well that COVID interrupted our understanding of what it means to gather. And while it wasn't the year of gathering that we had hoped for, it was a year of thinking in new and creative and strategic ways about gathering with loved ones both near and, and far. And if COVID and 2020 did anything, it did highlight for all of us how much we need each other and what a privilege it is when we can gather together. Now, we don't fully know what's ahead of us in 2021, but our church theme for 2021 is grow. And perhaps you're already participating in our congregational effort to grow through the Bible reading, through our Bible reading this year. And our ministry team has shared resources and encouragement with us about how to participate uh, in this opportunity. And uh, a couple of years, a couple of weeks ago, I ran into uh, Kelly and Becky Moore at Sam's, and we were sharing with each other our challenges with consistency, right? And and maybe some of you can. Uh, this resonates with some of you. You know, we were sharing that we were reading and then we'd stop reading and then we'd, we'd, we'd read again. You know, maybe, maybe that describes, describes you. But listen, if, if, um, if you are an inconsistent reader or uh, you even haven't started reading yet this year, um, you should have zero guilt Okay, this should not be a guilt-inducing thing. Because our purpose is not to have a perfect reading record, right? So our purpose is to grow through God's word. 
okay? And you know, some of us may be prone to try and cram in everything we haven't read for the previous 60 days, okay? And, and if you need to do that, that, that's fine. But my personal opinion is sometimes that can be burdensome and, and even a barrier uh, for us. So what I recommend is just start reading today and, uh, and just start reading whatever verses are, that are a part of the reading plan that you choose. And if you stop, well, just start again and just start with the day that you begin reading. Because we know that wherever you start, God's word is powerful and will work in you. Right? God's word will grow you. So we invite you to join us in growing this year. So as I've said, our theme is grow your kingdom here. And this is both an invitation and it's a declaration. Grow your kingdom here is an invitation for God to grow his kingdom purposes in our lives and in his world. And we make this request with the awareness that it is God who gives the increase. Right? We don't grow the kingdom. God does. And it's important for us to understand this and not try to put ourselves in God's place. Now, don't hear me saying that what you do doesn't matter. No, it, it, it matters. But here's the key point. God's kingdom, the kingdom of God, is not dependent on me and what I do, right? God is not dependent on this church, right? It's his kingdom. The Bible tells us that he is the giver and sustainer of life. The Bible tells us that he is the author and perfecter of our faith. So we must first recognize our dependence on him. So church, we invite God's holy presence into our lives and we place ourselves in submission to God's kingdom purposes. And we can do that with confidence that he will grow us in the ways that he wants to. Of course we participate in that process. Right? We submit to God. We live in obedience to Him and His Word and His Spirit. And we worship Him and trust that He is a good God who loves us and will grow us according to His purposes. When Kelly and I were university students, we got involved with a global missions ministry uh, called Let's Start Talking, and, and many of you know about, uh, about this ministry. And one of their key teaching points for those who are sharing their faith is this. The word is the teacher. It's, it's God's word 
that does the teaching. That's where the truth is. That's where the transformation comes from, right? It, it's not from me or my persuasive arguments, right? Someone's response is not up to me. It's, it's God's word. It's God and his word. And that understanding changes everything. And another interesting part of the Let's Start Talk, Talking training that I think is instructive for us this morning is that they teach the idea of seed thoughts. And seed thoughts are the simple yet powerful kernels of truth that comes from what they are reading in the Gospel of Luke. And those seed thoughts just get planted in our conversations. So, for example, when they are reading in Luke 2 about Mary becoming pregnant after the Spirit of God covers her, you can imagine that leads to some interesting conversations about how is that even possible. Well, the seed thought for that lesson is God can do anything, right? And it is a seed that is planted, and we pray that it will take root, and people will come to believe in a God that can do anything. And throughout this process, we are reminded that seeds grow in their own time. And it's rarely according to our timeline. Sometimes we get impatient when our expectations aren't met. But it doesn't do us any good to dig up the seed and try and pull the plant out of that seed, right? That's, that's not how they grow. And so what does that mean for us as a church about growing in God's kingdom? Church, we invite God's kingdom to grow in us and amongst us according to his purposes and in his good timing. Amen? Well, it's not just an invitation it's also a declaration because we declare that it is God's kingdom and we are his people. I love the beginning of the book of Joshua when the people of Israel are getting ready to cross over into the land that they have been promised and they have waited 40 years to move into it. There are many lessons that can be shared from that passage, but the verse I want to share today is from Joshua 1.3. And here's what it says. I will give you every place you put your foot. And just think about this for a minute. If we are God's people, then every place that we put our foot, we declare the kingdom of God. Not as conquest, but with confidence. And when you walk into the community, you are a declaration of God's kingdom. When you step into your school, or your office, or the hospital, or any other place that you put your foot, you are a declaration of God's 
kingdom. And as Ben and Brett reminded us in our Revelation sermon series at the end of 2020, we are citizens of a different kingdom. We're citizens of an upside-down kingdom where the weak are strong. A kingdom where righteousness and justice are the foundations of the throne of our king that we read about in Psalm 89. A kingdom of love, a kingdom of hope, a kingdom of healing. That's the kingdom we invite and we declare. When I first heard our missions theme of grow your kingdom here, I started thinking about the word here, which, which kind of struck me as an interesting word for global missions. The more I thought about it, I was struck with the question, well, well, where is here? Or perhaps the better question is, is who is here? Well, let me just share three responses that help us understand that in the context of God's mission. First, I am here. God's mission and God's heart is for me, and I invite his kingdom to grow in my life. But let me just say it even more directly to you. God's mission is for you. He loves you, and he longs to be with you. Sometimes this question gets asked at the end of a sermon, but I'm going to ask it now. If you want to say that Jesus is King and Lord of your lives and haven't done so yet, this church will help you. At the end of our service, there will be elders waiting over here who are ready to, to, to pray with you. And you can visit with one of them or you can reach out to any of our ministry team members at any time. We will help you Declare the kingdom of God in your life. Second, we are here. I'm thinking about you, church family. God's heart and mission is for this church. And we invite his kingdom purposes to shape us and grow us and to use us according to his glory and his honor. Church, we are being transformed into the image of Christ so anyone can find the way to God. And third, everyone is here. I am here, we are here, everyone is here. Right? God's heart and mission is for everyone and everywhere, the whole world. And that's what we've been saying all month, that God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. This morning I want to finish with Revelation 21 verses 1 through 5. Let me read it here for you. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, 
God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. The last words of that passage provide a glorious kingdom vision for all of us. And depending on what you've experienced in life, this promise of making all things new provides a great sense of hope and comfort. God will wipe away every tear from our eyes. There'll be no more death, no more mourning, no more crying, no more pain. And and I confess to you this morning that that's a vision that's hard to believe at times. Our church family has seen and is seeing pain and mourning. We've suffered deep loss and deep pain. So we hold on to the hope and the promise that God will make all things new. Church, this hope This promise is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Brett beautifully shared that Jesus meets us in our pain and in our suffering. He is the gospel that both teaches and touches. He is the kingdom that is heard and heals. He is the resurrection that vanquishes death. Greg reminded us that the gospel is real. It is true. And as Ben said, that changes everything. He will wipe every tear from our eyes and make all things new. Friends, the mission of God is the gospel of Jesus Christ, a kingdom of hope and a kingdom of healing. So this morning, we invite you to join our missions giving today as we participate in God's mission around the world in partnership with some of the most faithful people you can ever hope with. And together we declare that God will make all things 